feels nice to be on the same page. It does. I'm glad that we have synced up. Speaking of, when was the last time you sank your phone to your computer? <laughs> I just thought about that. I have not. Remember when we used to do that? When you had to plug in your phone to your computer to sync it to like iTunes and add shit? I haven't done that in ages. I haven't done that ever. I think I just got a new phone and a new um, MacBook. And I didn't do either, especially since I'm not forced to sync my iTunes anymore. And because there's so many outlets for you to get your music now, mm. Apple does not have rain anymore. I always say people who have Apple Music have the most money, so. <laughs> well, I pay for Spotify. I pay for Pandora. Pan who? Pandora. Ah, I see. Well, um, what's, what's the issue? Sh should I also friend you on myspace.com? Let me tell you something about Pandora. Pandora yeah, gets my mood. It plays the <laughs> next song that I would like to hear. And it introduces me to deep cuts that I forgot about. That's why I like Pandora. I used to do playlists when I used to burn my CD. I'm aging myself. Bowser. Burn CDs and I would play it in my car. And it was fun for a moment. But sometimes I get tired of hearing my own playlist. You know, Spotify is cute. But Not again, cute. this is why there's different uh, music platforms that's individualized to different people's personalities. And also shout out to Amazon Music because they have all the lyrics. <laughs> we are not getting paid for any of these plugs. So. That's okay. Guess what? I might not get paid and then you see my face there and then you're going to be like, oh, Roby, can you put me on? Honestly, I just feel special when Spotify has my picture on top of their like, you know, discovery playlist because it looks like I'm an artist. I'm just like, yo, I got to update my picture for me to look like But didn't you the weekend have a whole rap career? So whatever you're referring to <laughs> is uh, non-existent. And it was in college and I was experimenting with uh, laptops I, and sounds. I swore you were, you were a rapper. I, I probably... Mm -mm. Am I wrong? Mm -mm. No raps. No raps here. My bars were, were not fire at all so I, if i look up anything on let's say the google search engine nothing will come up i would say good luck good luck finding it because i made sure to bury it very deep <laughs> all right maybe one of our uh listeners uh is kind of tech savvy and can just mm -hmm. email me and clue me in if they find anything on the interwebs about any co-host past rap career i would appreciate that anyone gotcha. who's listening this is coming from the potential uh, Soka superstar in, in training. Don't I'll, make it I'll seem be like a boss. We, don't make it seem like we forgot about your pending Soka career. Okay? Don't make me drop a song. I will. I have mm -hmm. lyrics. We want the song to drop. That that's I what have lyrics. Okay. But you so already let's... have a song dropped, so I'm waiting for that to so you want to, you want to, to include into my um. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna collab. I gotta hear with <laughs> your bard because I can't have nobody that's like subpar on my um Yikes. track so all right so album coming out soon <laughs> good stuff i can't wait to hear it sophisticated ignorance just slide it right in didn't you nope don't do that skirt, skirt. queen of the block i am evolving okay all right here we go again Welcome everyone to Sophisticated Ignorance, another week, 
and we are in September, so happy September to all of you. And we are oh. in, we're in the throes oh. of Virgo season, if you haven't oh. heard before. Um, oh, welcome everyone. This show is brought is it, to is you by... Is it a good time? This show is brought to you by Virgos. Is it? Yes. I feel like you have a, a, a kind of... <sighs> Grudge against Virgos. That's a that's a nice way of putting it. Okay, and the answer is in my past life I did, but these days I'm learning, and as I have learned thanks to Twitter, that I have a lot of cool Virgo people in my life that follow me and that I follow, and all of you are really cool. So once again, no more Virgo slander for me. I have evolved myself. I'm not going to let whatever bitterness lies in my heart to fester and manifest. And I'm going to treat every Virgo that I encounter from this point forward as an equal person. So you thought Virgos weren't equal to you before? Um, not equal to me, because that's centering myself. I just thought of them as less than. But now, we are all the same people that mm. all deserve. You sound like a colonizer. Big colonizer energy, yes. Wow. Okay. But, as I said, I don't I'm have involved. anything to say about Sagittarius, so uh, and, um, see, uh. and that is the evolution that we need to practice with you. Okay. Mm-mm, that type no. of hate speech. That's immediately gonna... no. Okay. Well, we're gonna get more into signs later in this episode. Of uh, course. Apparently, there's a list that some some person uh, made up that well, we could argue is very slanted. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, just want to shout out everyone for listening. Uh, once again, as a reminder, we have our live show coming up. By the time you guys hear this, it's going to be days away. So make sure to RSVP for your tickets, especially those locally in New York City. Um, go to our social medias. It's all over. And yeah, we hope to see you there. Uh, it's going to be good yeah. times. Going to be good, good times. A lot of good people in the building for that. So make sure to grab your free tickets um, for the show. Uh, get them before it sells out, too. Yeah. It's a limited number of tickets. Limited number. And as I said, a lot of people are going to be in the building. Um, it's going to be a good, fun, safe time. And yeah, we can't wait to, to chop Emphasis it up. on safe. Oh, big emphasis on safe. We're, we're not yeah. trying to be reckless out here in the streets. Not at all. Because some of us, uh, you know, have our healths on the line. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm excited. Are you excited? I, I'm very excited. Like, I've been to many live shows for different podcasts, but I've never been to my own. So... <laughs> you know first time well this will be my first time so yeah. hopefully it goes well i'm ex- i'm excited as you should be this is going to be good stuff and um, nervous yeah. but excited so well, you know we all know you when it comes to the spotlight that i hate it <laughs> exactly so we're just going to step outside of our comfort shells together I, de- I you know what and i'm happy to step outside of my comfort zone step outside of my shell and let everyone know who I really am. So right. here we are. Uh, we'll call it a coming out party, so to speak. Okay. Or coming back party or. Okay. Or arriving party. All right. Doesn't matter. Just uh, RSVP and show up. Thank you so much. Let's get, <laughs> <laughs> let's not waste any time. Um, so we have a couple of topics here that, you know, saw on Twitter and interwebs again. Uh, a mix of ridiculous and serious. So this is another shenanigans episode for you guys. And yeah, I mean, the internet 
always provides us with a whole bunch of content. So I can't believe the internet is free to this day. <laughs> Who are you telling? <laughs> Al Gore did his job when he decided to uh, bless us with this uh, technology. So shout outs <laughs> to Mr. Gore, wherever he may be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get to the first thing here. So um, I came across this meme uh, by Casfax. If you guys know Casfax. You always have some hot takes. Ravi, would you like to read this one? I think this is more up your alley. Sure. <laughs> it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the meme, uh, it starts off with a, a bit of a, like a story background. It goes, your greedy queen almost got hands and Bottega feats put on her again. Dot, mm. dot, dot. She went to her BFF's birthday dinner ordered an $80 steak with two sides and guzzled three 1942 on the rocks, dot, dot, dot. But once the hefty bill got to the table, she said, oh, I brought my wrong credit card, but here's $60 for right now. $60, her friend's other BFF was pissed. Now, let's, what a scenario. Let's break that down. Because the math... <laughs> the ma- it's, ain't mathing. It ain't mathing math to me. This is a math problem. Okay, so $80 steak. Already, where are you? SDK, I guess. I don't know. Um, and now three, three 1942s. Um, 1942 is uh, tequila, right? It's pretty... The best... It's a very, very, very distilled, <laughs> expensive, right. heavy on the H... Tequila. It's not Casa Negros, so let's not get, <laughs> let's not confuse the two. 1942 is top shelf. It's it's top shelf's top shelf tequila, and it's not cheap. And uh, the greedy queen guzzled three of them cups. I guess it's a cup. It's not. A, this doesn't sound like shots. It's so on the rocks. It's on the rocks. So it's a glass. It's a glass. It's a, gl- it's it's a, a glass of this very expensive tequila. Might be just a mixed drink. Who knows? Either way, so 80 bucks, and I'm guaranteeing you. Three of those glasses have to be at least twenty bucks or over, give or take. Well, that's kind of cheap still. Hmm. Twenty twenty plus for a cup mm-hmm. of nice. Whatever restaurant they're at for eighty dollars steaks, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not at Chili's. This is not a BBQ situation. <laughs> so let's let's take those off of the table. This is clearly a higher. Might be Ruth Chris. Who knows? Who knows? Whatever expensive fancy ass restaurant that you know of, just picture that in your head. Mm-hmm. That, so eighty. So let's assume that the bill or whatever that she consumed, 80, 60. So let's say about $200. Mm-hmm. Close to there. That um, math sounds correct. Go right. ahead. And now she's there with other people. So now the bill hits the table and she's like, oop, brought my wrong card, which how? Um, <laughs> and she decided to slide 60 bucks. Now... Uh, as I said, you don't need to be a mathematician to realize this is big grimy. And on top of that, how how do you, how does one go to a dinner or any type of function like this, decide to pig out, and then have no type of money for the bill or just be very shady about it? How does this happen? Like, for me, you missed the most important aspect for me. It's that it's her BFF's birthday dinner. So your birthday comes but once a year. It does. So it's your BFF. You know it comes around 
every year mm. and you go to a dinner with a bunch of other friends and you decide to just bring $60 cash with you. So she's out here living dangerously before she even started. We don't even have Vex money to get home, money to cover the food, money to cover your friend's dinner. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And you order it like you don't see tomorrow. So there's a lot of a lot of discrepancies in this story. Is it really her BFF? Are she is she friends with the other girls? Like yeah. I've been in a couple of scenarios like this before, mm -hmm. where we've all gone to a friend's birthday dinner, and some of these quote unquote friends don't want to pay for the birthday person's dinner. Which on behalf like, of the actual person, right. Which this makes, is a crime, by the way. If you're not, if you go out to someone's birthday dinner and you're not helping to pay the bill, then it's a crime. Why come? Why come? 91 Why come? You now have to call authorities. <laughs> like, Why yeah. come? Mm -hmm. Two, not only you don't want to pay for your friend's birthday dinner, you go ahead and order things that's over your personal budget. Word. So, in many scenarios, this has happened. Everybody wants to either not pay for the birthday girl or they start to count everything that they ordered mm -hmm. and decide to become an accountant or a secret mathematician <laughs> on the spot at the table <laughs> and say, hey, I only had water and two appetizers. This is all I'm paying for. And then, and, you know, that's when the fights ensue, you know, or one person pays the whole bill and waits for everybody else to cash app, Zelle, um, PayPal, their money, and they never receive says money. Of course. You know what I mean? Of course. And it's always the one girl that always has to, to drop her card and say, hey, I got it covered. And then somebody's going to say, well, I don't have any credit cards, which after 21, I'm judging you big time if you don't have some sort of checking account call, well, first of call all, me call me judgmental i mean in, in this example they brought their wrong credit card first and foremost how that how means you, there's none how do you leave the house with a wrong credit card big lies and on top <laughs> of that you don't even have enough credit to cover your portion of the bill not even the whole bill. there is no credit card there was oh. never a credit card the there lies a, the lies it, it was <laughs> a rewards card that they had in a space in the wallet okay Not there the was Visa never gift card. Oh, a no. credit card and you know i recently found that that cash app has a credit card they i do. don't think that was legit cash app has that. a debit card yes you can order the physical card where it connects to your cash app account i didn't believe uh this happened to me i didn't believe homegirl she was like oh i'm just gonna uh, let you know that i put it on my uh cash app credit card i was like they have credit cards for cash app mm -hmm. the biggest um loop of lost money ever People, people treat their cash apps like a bank. They treat it like Chase. <laughs> You'd be surprised. That's, where do you, where do you I, bank I at? Uh, cash App National, excuse me? Yeah, no, see that, they're not insured. Are they FDIC insured? Like that, that bothers me. The answer is who knows. Because that, then my money will never be received if I'm covering someone. So that's a high concern for me. Yes, it's big hackable, I don't know, but anyway. I mean, this is what people do. So, all in all, um, don't be the. Has this ever queen. happened to you? I've never been in a scenario. I've been in a scenario where people have not calculated their own um, amounts.
for their meals properly. And that has led to very awkward and very shaky conversations, especially in the moment. Uh, very similar to this, where it's like, yo, you order all the shit and this is how much you have to, to put in. Or, you know, someone would slap that nice crisp 20 on the table and say, just slap it, but they won't make it no noticeable. So they'll just like shovel it into the cash pile. And um, it's just like, nah, no, you can't do that. But how's that okay? How's that okay? And then think that the other friends that you are not friends of to always cover you. Mm -hmm. Well, that I mean, when I did it, you know, I mean, I got a lot of dirty looks. So I, I told myself, <laughs> I can't do that again. You know, I, I can't slide in that 20 without anyone noticing. Um, that's when I was younger. I'm, I'm more mature now. <laughs> I'm joking. Nobody I, put I'm, the fisticuffs on you. I'm I've surprised. Never, I've never they been jumped you at the table. <laughs> I am surprised they let you live. I've never been the greedy queen. I I I have never been that person. Not me. So you I, know I what? Would, I would never. It's funny because after, like you said, with the cash scenario, this is not even about cards and added in into Zelle afterwards. When you put down cash and there's not enough cash, and then the waitress comes, right? Mm -hmm. And then we're we're physically counting the money trying to make an audit for it and be like a whole $80 is missing who did not pay at all and this yeah. doesn't even include tip and then you have to go around and playing who done it at the play table. detective right now you gotta clue. play clue right <laughs> can you guess who? <laughs> oh I saw she had the two lamb lamb chops and she had this oh, I put man. my money down no, you didn't, sis. No, you did not. We all know it. We we saw you. You didn't reach for anything. Yeah, we um, we gotta stop. We gotta stop doing this. This is not good for the culture or friendships. Cause yes. the aftermath is you're not gonna get invited to any more anything's. Exactly, because you're gonna become the brokey friend, and nobody wants to be affiliated with the brokey friend. So not make at all. sure to carry the right credit card next time, quote unquote, and um, make sure to leave a tip. Cause hashtag Black people tip too. So. Facts. Uh, let's move on to the next thing here. So, yes, yeah, somebody uh, at, at some point in time decided that they were going to be um, a terrorist, a violent person, and they created this uh, <laughs> chart of zodiac signs, and they broke it down by sign and by gender. And, I mean, if you see the list, there's, it's broken down by tiers. Now... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to quickly read through the list. Now, I personally feel that this list is <laughs> it's, it's an act of terror because it seems I have pretty to spot be. on to me. I'm just looking at it. But well, go see, ahead. very convenient for you. Not so convenient for me. Um, so at the top <laughs> tier of this list is Sagittarius woman, Taurus woman, Libra woman, Leo woman, Virgo woman and Scorpio woman. So um, just based off of the top tier of this list alone, clearly this list was made by a woman of one of those categories. You don't know that. Don't I be know. judgmental. Don't I, be judgmental. I, I used my context clues to come up with that conclusion. You, you don't know that, but moving forward. Well, let's assume, let's assume that it's yes. Um, <laughs> in the, in the mid-tier category of this list is Gemini woman, Aquarius woman, Gemini men, Aries woman, Capricorn woman, Scorpio men, Aries men, Libra men, and Aries men. I don't know much about any of these signs. Um, and this is where I have to cut it in because based on my context clues, I can see that 
a man definitely wrote this because the first man in the mid-tier list is a Gemini man. And we all know how Gemini men's are. I don't personally I'm just know. Saying. But if I'm you just know, saying. I feel sorry for you, son. I feel so sorry. If I'm just have, saying. If you have been affected by a Gemini man, please call. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, this is, this is when, so the next tier, this is why I'm personally saying that is an act of, of terror. <laughs> um, because it's called the bottom tier. And, oh, actually, yeah, the bottom tier consists of Taurus men, Sagittarius men, Pisces men, <laughs> Cancer men, Capricorn. Do you see there's a theme here? You see the theme? <laughs> Um, it just happens to be men at this bottom tier. And I, and I feel like I am in this category and I simply don't like it. And this is why I'm saying this list was made by one of the people in the top tier. It has, that, that's the only answer. And if it's, 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 it's circumstantial. And if this was my past life, I would say the Virgo woman made this list. But that's, that's not true because said, it would have been on the top. I said past life. Okay. But, okay, moving but, forward. But hey, as long as I'm not at the bottom of this list, which is the horrible, it's not even called a tear. It's just called horrible. <laughs> Cancer this is women. Why I, I disagree with this. Cancer women, Leo men, Pisces women, Virgo men. They're just. Well, except for the Virgo men. Virgo men are horrible. That last list, I agree with. But everything else, I don't agree with for any of the listeners. Um, I think mm -hmm. that horrible list is way off key. Okay. Well, um, I don't, I, I, once again, if I have encountered these people in the past, maybe I have, maybe I have it. I don't know, but I just feel offended that I'm at the bottom tier and I understand the propaganda that's out there about Sagittarius men, AKA Sagittarius. I've done my own acts of terror in the past. I will admit, but, uh, you know, I feel like we should have at least been the bottom of the mid tier. At least. Uh, I think you would have been closer to... Um, Where would you have placed me? Horrible. Wowzer. Horrible. I would at least... Probably went... right, right before Virgo men. <laughs> yeah. I would have at least... Uh... If the listeners don't know, Virgo men are at the last... The last, the very last... A possibility of the entire list. So, having Sagittarius men right above it doesn't lessen the blow. Yes, it's not an honor by any means. Um, I would have put Virgo women, as I said, in my past life, um, either at the bottom of the mid tier or the top of the bottom tier. And that's giving grace. <laughs> I feel like, you know, we're butting heads. Uh, and this list might not be um, ever going to be correct to anyone because. Of course. It's individualized on how you've encountered people in your life and how they've made Correct. you feel and how you've made them feel. So it's extremely but biased. It's it seems pretty accurate. It's giving fake news to me. Very hundred percent dependable. <laughs> dependable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's the accuracy for me, so I'm okay with it. It's the slander for me. So top five. <laughs> top five here. And apparently I'm bottom five. So let's just move on. <laughs> um, you can take that list for what it is. Take it with a grain of salt. 
Um, and if so anybody another... doesn't agree with the list, just send us an email and tell us yeah. what you think about make the up list. Your own, make up your own list and send it to us, and we shall review it for a quality assurance purposes. I think that's mm -hmm. a good idea. But either way, uh, there's going to be some slander from somebody, so... As long as I'm still in the top five. All right. Well, how about you make your own list and you put yourself in the top five? How about that? And you could throw me and the Virgo men's to the bottom of... See, no, I, I would be fair and just with it. It'll be non-biased list. I, I would like to see that happen. That's all I'm going to say about that. Whatever. <sighs> Let's move on to our next topic here. So this next topic is actually pretty interesting. I saw this tweet and I just wanted to talk about it briefly. So uh, this person says, um, what part of buying back the block and pricing it at a price the block cannot afford is still gentrification, don't you all understand? Uh, not only is it still gentrification, it's actually worse than white people doing it. You're a whole ass Negro misplacing your own. You're obliterating your own and replacing them with the white people and Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby blacks. Y'all need y'all ass beats. Oh, hood niggas need to start whooping y'all asses as soon as they see y'all walking around Ooh. the neighborhood with your J. Cole dreads and Jordan ones on. This person is angry. Very spicy, but very accurate. Um, mm. And I, I kind of just categorize this as self gentrification. Right. I mean, you've heard the, the term buying back the block, you know, people mm -hmm. getting into real estate and buying back buildings and stuff like that and and rehabilitating them. But in this notion of self-gentrification, in a sense, where it's like our own people doing that to us, you know, it makes it even worse. And she does have a point there, you know. I mean, you see it in the city, you see it in other states and cities as well, where uh, people are trying to, you know, rejuvenate certain areas, but they end up doing the same exact thing that drove people out to begin with right so i kind of did a little bit of research on that and um you know at the end of the day it still leads to displacement it still leads to these certain people being displaced because regardless of who is buying back to black it's just the fact that people in a certain income or certain bracket are affected right and i also learned from research that you know um according to some articles there are three different categories of neighborhoods, right? And if we take it from like an NYC focused point, we have uh, gentrifying neighborhoods, which are mm -hmm. low income neighborhoods that started to generate from like the 1990s to about 2014 or so. Uh, non gentrifying neighborhoods, which were low income in around the 1990s, but they experienced rent growth over time. And then you have the uh, higher income neighborhoods that were always that way since like the 1990s. So they pretty much took this from like a 30, 40 some odd year ago time frame and determined that from then till now, that's how these things are categorized. And, you know, depending on where you live in, in the city or depending on where you live, where you are, you can kind of see that these different categories kind of spread out depending on the type of resources that are around um, you know, looking at your own like annual housing income in that neighborhood and just seeing how things are, uh, you know, and I also realized like in New York city, at least we have the lottery system, right? We have the system where people are, have the opportunity to, man, um, I tried that a million times. It does not work. <laughs> it doesn't work. If you're not good and with this, the actual lottery, 
You There's I mean? so many stipulations behind it. Like, I know the purpose for buying the block back is to have a platform so we can be within our community and stay within our community in a Black-owned platform. But it's so hard to get through all of the hurdles and just jumping through and getting renting and trying to actually buy the, the, block, the block back. Like, there's so many hurdles to just do that. And, you know, sometimes I wish there were, like, more types of resources and platforms where people are more educated and they can let us know about the system in itself so we can also educate ourselves if people want to do this or have more information about the lottery. Because right now it's just, hey, if you don't make a requirements for the certain income or if there are not a certain number of people in your household or if you haven't um, had some kind of jobs because people with city jobs also are on a hierarchy like there's a a protocol of whatever it goes through and few people know about that and when you're trying to do it on your own being new me fresh I think I was maybe 23 you know and I was like hey I need to move out let me join the lottery I looked at the lottery at uh, NYCHA and um, it's like a one person you have to make like, at, at that time, it was like 54000 a year, um, mm. single, single. And this is just for a studio, not even a, a one bedroom. I can't even put a bed up, just a studio. Um, and if you make anything less than that, you don't qualify. Like that, that's just closing the doors. Like if we're supposed to block, buy the block back, how are we going to do that if we just don't even have the help to start the initial process, you know? Exactly. And a lot of my friends that I know, or just a lot of people in general, like my brother is into real estate now. He owns some properties in different states. Um, you know, a lot of us are looking into like multifamily homes, right? Where we're able to like buy a property, conform it into a multifamily outlet and to have others like move in. And that is... I think one incentive that people are taking where, you know, it's the point of entry into that type of real estate is not as complicated. And, you know, people have the opportunity to make some profit and some level of, you know, benefit there. So I know that certain people are taking the opportunity or taking that risk to get into it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the way that others explain it, it seems very simple. But once again, you know, you have to be careful because you don't want to become... You don't want to be able to help or you don't want to be, put yourself in a position, I should say, to be wanting to help people, but then you also end up being the problem, right? Right. But then the cash 22 of that is that in certain areas, you want to keep up with like the median income of the neighborhood. So you want to price it at a, at a point where you are making profit and stuff like that. But it's a cash 22 because depending on the It's a double-edged sword. Right. Depending yeah. on the area that you're in, it might be lower income or one of the categories that we just talked about. And now you're potentially catering to a certain audience and not the majority of the audience that are usually being displaced in these type of neighborhoods. So, you know, uh, for those who are into real estate or for those who are interested in real estate, just kind of think about this concept of self-gentrification and really think about if you are trying to cater to your people, you know what I mean, um, how this works and, and how, you know, it benefits those that actually do live in these neighborhoods that need that type of help. So, yeah, you know, I just thought that was you know, important. It is important. Because when I you think about justification, that. it's usually like we just think about white faces that are causing the issue. But 
Sometimes it, it be on people too, son. It's sometimes it is your own people. And you know what? Even though the intent might start off inherently good, it'll come off, you know, with all kinds of different, you know, authorities and all kinds of different stipulations you have to pass and all types of licenses and leases you're going to have to do. You, you just end up getting lost in the sauce and down the rabbit hole and just doing the same repetitive thing. Like nothing will change. And then it becomes easier. It's, it's, it happens, you know, it's just, we got to stay strong and stick to what you started off with and try to keep it a hundred. Like Jay-Z said. Absolutely right. So as I said, just keep that in mind for those who are in the real estate realm to, um, when you're buying back the block, make sure you're buying it back for a good cause or good reason or have good intentions, I'd say. All right, let's get into the next topic. Uh, this is more uh, relationship stuff, but I mean, I feel like, you know, and I feel like we're going to talk about this more in depth, but uh, <laughs> so there's this person I follow. Her name is Cleverly Chloe. Shout out to her. And she recently uh, shared a dating experience that she had with this guy. It was a text conversation. And I'm just going to read it out. Um, she says in her tweet, uh, a man I met two weeks ago who had yet to agree to hang out or link up or take me anywhere had the nerve to get mad at me for going on a date. So basically, it's the concept of going out on multiple dates with multiple people and someone having a problem with that, which to me is wild. But here we are. <laughs> the world will be living. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if you, if you see it on your end, but so basically... Um, you know, she's, she's talking to this guy and she says in the text, I'm not allowed to date other people when you and I haven't even hung out one time or even had a phone conversation. Don't do that, please. And he says, I'm just asking, didn't you just go on a date? Of course I did. I'm single and dating. Oh, I don't like that. So hit me up when you're single, single, which doesn't make any sense. What? What? I'll, I'll continue. With the text thread. Uh, so she says, I am single. That's the point of dating, to find someone you actually want to be with. I'm confused as to why you're bothered by this. Not going to go out with Jerry than me. I don't know who Jerry is. I think this guy just made up a name. Uh, he, <laughs> Not going to go out with Jerry than me and then Mike the day after. I don't fuck with that. And who's to say you're not fucking them? You want me to build to be a part of the rotation? Nah. That's your definition, not mine. Um... She says, I went on one date, the first date I've gone on in a while. I mean, this just went from them trying to date you to I just want to fuck. That's fine. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh. <laughs> so to basically break down, um, you know, Chloe, this guy had Chloe a, got a lot of patience for me because <laughs> this guy had an issue with this young lady going out with multiple people or going on dates with multiple people because he feels that. Once you start dating someone, that it has to be automatically exclusive, which is wild to me. <laughs> which is wild because no man, no man, I'm very loud about this. I'm out of it. No Scream, man sis. has Scream. ever, ever claimed that dating was exclusive. Because guess what? Y'all go around and do many shit tasks all the time. Oh, I'm going out. Oh, you know what it is? They don't call it dating. They call it linking. So it's different. Not so linking. I guess in 
in the ter- in the terminology of things and having all kinds of verbiage behind it if it's linking or just chilling or anything other than courting or dating a woman because that sounds more serious and in a relationship realm but then again i don't understand the inner workings of a man's head now with this whole text uh scenario um uh, my girl chloe gave too much texting like you know self-proclaimed queen of the block after you already, from the first moment, <laughs> I'm just asking, didn't you go out on a date? You never you never even initiated a date with me. Right. Immediately blocked. I'm removed from chat. Rovi has left the chat. I know a lot of people have seen me do that in group chats. You just you'll just see I left the chat. Like how how do men work up the nerve and the audacity to say these kind of things but in retrospect they can't say hey i really like you i want to pursue a relationship with you and i want you to be my girlfriend they can't say that but they'll fight tooth and nail if you go and you say you're interested in somebody else if they are not willing to make some suggestion of a commitment Uh, absolutely and i think the more troubling part of this whole interaction is that, and I feel like a lot of guys may relate to this sentiment, where it's the fact that her deciding to go on dates with multiple people and his brain equated to her fucking these guys. And that's never what she said or insinuated at all. Like, going on a date does not equate to y'all fucking. But, but to your point... But it's sad that a lot of men think that way. Right. But a lot of men think that way. To your point, these days... To certain people, dating, quote unquote, equates to linking, which equates to just meet and smash to keep it moving. So that is just one notion that we have to like, you know, get rid of or bury to the ground where it's like you are allowed to as a single, single person or single regardless to go on multiple dates with multiple people. And it does not equate to you having sex with all of them at the same time, because that's just not how that works. Right. And let me tell you. Yeah, go Let on. me tell you, there's something that resonates with me every single time I see some kind of like discrepancy or some kind of like misalignment between male and females on the dating scene. And this could even stem into going into relationships and living with boyfriends. My father has told me this since I was 16 years old. You are single until you're married, no matter what. Like you can, you know, I'm sure everybody's like, oh, I'm committed to my partner. I'm in a relationship. But guess what? You, we've all seen the scenarios that happen. I can, I can lift off a, a multitude of things, cheating, texting, um, having different kinds of conversations on the side, emotional cheating, physical cheating, um, not telling your partner about money, don't like living with your partner. There's a whole bunch of scenarios that I can list, but you are single until you are married and you're fully committed. Again, just trying to figure out the definitions and the terminology behind how men and women use different words is what we need to actually decipher. So we could all be on the same page. Because for, for him, dating is a fuck. Mm-hmm. Dating is physical, romantic uh, relationships, having sex. That's dating. And I think as a generation, we lost the definition of what it is to truly date or to get to know somebody. That's why we have so many relationship issues and entanglements and situationships till this mm-hmm. day. There it goes. You're absolutely right. And at the end of the day, really, once again, it's just a matter of 
being able to change your narrative of what dating is and you know at the end of the day you are allowed to as a single person once again explore different people before you decide between you and that other person to mutually date exclusively or whatever that looks like like you shouldn't have you know no one should be able to dictate or no one should be allowed to dictate you know what you exploring other opportunities looks like especially in the dating world and as ghetto as dating is these days you especially do (laughs) not need to put all your eggs in one basket and expect these niggas to you know do the same so end of the day would you would you ever put all your eggs in one basket in the concept of dating in the concept Um, of dating I wouldn't want to. I mean, I would certainly, like, similar to Chloe in this case, date multiple people and see who's right for me. And then once I decide, like, okay, I really like this person, have that conversation and then start to, you know, grow from there. But in the initial phases of dating, I wouldn't want to just, like, all right, first person I find, latch on and and stuff like that. And then expect that to be the same the other way around. And I think that's where the disconnect is because I think a lot of women, you know, I'm just speaking for the majority, um, when they really like someone, they tend to put all the eggs in one basket and vice versa. The man doesn't necessarily do that because they're still on the hunt looking for something else, something more. Right. But in this case, you know, in this case... Chloe's an icon. It doesn't make her an icon for for being single and dating multiple people, like it just makes her a single person and that's fine. I'm saying she's an icon in that sense because a lot of women tend to put all their eggs in one basket. That's gotcha. what I mean. All right, fair yeah. enough. But I think considering that she hasn't dated in a while, I think it's okay to kind of spread Definitely. and see who's out there. So she did the right thing. This um, might be off tangent though. I saw a video, uh, it kind of popped up on my timeline. It was uh, a woman <laughs> And did you, are you laughing? Did you see the, it? The multitask star. No, no, no. Is it multitask? Whatever. I think no, I posted was, it on my Twitter. It was, a tic- it was a TikTok. I think, all right, describe it. No, but... it's not a TikTok. It wasn't oh, a TikTok. Okay. It was a video that I posted. It was an African woman who had seven husbands and she built seven houses for them. Mm. And they all get along. She picks and chooses who she wants to spend the night with at a certain time. And during this interview, Hand to God, there was like a coconut with a straw and they all took a sip and passed it between each of the seven husbands. And she was like, whenever I feel ready, I just go visit the one that I want for the night and then I keep going to the next house. And I was like, queen, queen, do not settle. I love it. We gotta we, we started we gotta start acting like you she men. She literally you has someone it. for every day of the week. That's amazing. Every day, exactly seven. I mean, she clearly she she's a woman of power and wealth because she built them seven houses and they they are okay with being kept. See, that's the dynamic between that relationship. They're okay with being kept, and they're okay with sharing one woman, and they are okay with sharing a coconut. So, mm. <laughs> well. If it works for if it works for her and them, then everybody's happy. The video I thought you were talking about, there was a TikTok with this girl who was pretty much going through like her daily routine. She went through like her day routine at the time, 
And she was like, oh, I start off my day with a coffee. I do this and that. And then when I get home, I start making dinner for my boyfriend. And then I got ready for my date. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. And I went out on the date. It was really cute and nice. And then I got back home, finished up my dinner for my boyfriend. And then we ate. And everyone was just like, multitask star. This girl had the opportunity to do her morning routine, get, get dinner started for her boyfriend, go out on a date with some other mans, come back home, finish up said dinner, and get tucked into bed. And see, for her, she was mentioning kind of similar to what you were saying, where it's like, yo, at this point, like, there's no ring on his finger. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm single. He knows about it. He's cool. We have an open relationship. If he wants to go date other people, he can. He just doesn't choose to. But as far as me and this ring finger is concerned, we are out here in the streets. And I I, I, I stand. I, I think I said I something like this prior. Like, I wanted to be like Oprah. But I think, you know, from my standpoint, like, that's like my ideal. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not fully committed to me, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Respectfully. Maybe disrespectfully as well, too. But I, I can I'm see just gonna... disrespectfully from you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah, no. I mean, when I first saw it, maybe they changed the, the text behind it. At first, when I first saw the video, at first she was saying, we're not in a relationship. And then at the end of the video, the TikTok, it was like, that's my man. That's mm-hmm. where I was kind of confused. I was like, how is that your man if you're not in a relationship? But if she made the claim that they're in an open relationship, queen, bow down. Hey, if you got the sauce, you got the sauce. That's all that matters. Yeah. And some of y'all got the sauce, so congrats to y'all. I I, 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 I don't. I, I want the sauce. I don't. You got to get the secret recipe. Uh, that's another. <laughs> or make your own sauce. How about that? See, when I bring that up in like conversations, and I've tried to before in um, the past, they are not okay with openness of relationships so well, men are territorial in most cases but that makes no sense they're territorial territorial to an extent. in front but behind your back it's sneaky links left and right well that's just bad communication one one you know men men want their cake and eat it too oh i get that reference now mm. wow oh mm. are you today's years old no, understanding you know, that because the thing is i never liked that phrase in the past and now that i just kind of thought about it in a more mature sense it's like ah yes have your cake and eat it mm, mm, mm. look at that either way uh and the answer is <laughs> so were you just gonna have cake and store it what did you <laughs> i don't understand because my, cause every time i heard that phrase it was like yeah it's your cake why can't you eat it what kind eat of bullshit it. is that exactly eat right. it have seconds have leftovers right. eat it some more it's not like you got someone else's cake and you're eating their cake. It's like, yo, it's my cake. I should be able to eat my cake and have it and eat it. Whatever. I was very semantical at the time. Wow. But the point of the matter is... <laughs> no judgment. Listen, I'm evolving. No judgment over here. The answer is outside of the semantics. Yes. We have to be very... Uh, we have to be better at communicating these type of things when it comes to dating and anything other... Um, any other relationship that's serious. So just communicate. I mean, that's always the bottom line. But in yeah. that scenario, that's definitely I the agree. case. Um, <clears throat> so the next story is a little bit more shocking and sad. Um, 
don't need to bring down the vibe, but uh, this story came across my timeline and I just want to talk about it because there's just so many implications that come with it. So there's this uh, IG model. Her name is Mercedes Moore. And there was a report that she was um, stalked and killed by a stalker that was following her somehow. Um, rest in peace. This happened at, yeah, rest in peace for sure. This happened out in Houston. And it says, um, according to this report, this tweet, it says law enforcement has identified the man accused of murdering Mercedes Moore. Um, and they showed the, the person's face, which was wild. But, you know, I guess that's news for you. Uh, it says investigators say after killing the Instagram model and Houston native, he killed himself. Unknown what the relationship between the two were. So, um, after after that was posted and everyone was kind of, you know, saying their piece. And this story has so much elements, but it's so fucked up because one, you know, I mean, the, just the initial notion of like she had a stalker is already scary enough, right? As a public figure. Right especially on social media and especially as women, there's such a lack of safety when it comes to being online in that type of public exactly. forum. And unfortunately, you know, for Mercedes Moore, like she, she's a mob, she's an IG model. She was attractive, beautiful. Like, you know, people followed her for that reason outside of what she did. But, you know, it's just, it's really sickening and sad to see that you know, of those people following her, there was probably one of those people, or in this case, that one person that had ill intent when it came to her and decided to take things outside of a social media realm and make it real. You know what I mean? Like, you know, most of these IG followers that, you know, and majority of, of these followers are men, um, you know, these guys follow these women they more than likely are in the fucking comments like hello beautiful morning beautiful and all that bullshit they follow these people and they feel like because they've either left a comment or like you know sent a dm that maybe one of them has responded to or whatever the case would be that they're now obligated to them right or there's some obligation that they have a relationship so they decide to take things outside of the social media bubble and decide, oh, I have to find this person. Oh, we have to meet up or, oh, I want to take you out. And if they happen to get rejected, they take that personally. And who knows what ill intent this stalker had, but at the end of the day, it's just fucked up that she had to be the victim of some man who decided that he needed access to her, right? And so a lot of the arguments... Um, you know, when it came to like the post and stuff like that, it was like, oh well, she's an IG model. She'd just be out here shaking her ass. So this is what she. Was there's no justification. For. Of course, there's no justification for the shit. But the fact is that the commentary is just so slanted to blaming her for what had happened. Like someone died. You know, that's somebody's daughter. That's somebody's sister or whatever. Like the fact that you could come out your mouth to say, oh. It's their fault that this happened to them based on the lifestyle that they live or based on what they do is just completely beyond disgusting. And on top of that, you have other people basically trying to justify, you know, the, like, the, like a lot of rumors were coming out about, you know, what happened. Like, you know, she got robbed at ABC and her sister had to come out and, you know, correct all of these online rumors. Because as we know, online people or trolls are just going to, say shit or whatever for shock value. But her sister had to come out and say, no, you know, there was somebody that was stalking her and, 
you know, he, you know, he killed her. So, you know, for me, it just kind of leads into the bigger conversation of just safety online. And for those of you who may or not be familiar with the story, um, this girl, Maya Angelique, uh, she's on Twitter. I follow her on Twitter, but uh, if you haven't heard of the girl that has been harassed by Talib Kweli for the past year and change uh, based on some comments that she made in the past and Talib Kweli, for whatever fuck reason, decided to just constantly harass her to this day, right? <clears throat> so in the context of social media, she's a public figure. But the fact that her life is so public now based off of that incident you know, she kind of came out or she um, talked about some things as it relates to being a public figure online or just being public online in general. So I just want to read through these tweets and it kind of fits into the story as well. So she says, uh, being hyper visible online is extremely dangerous, especially for women and raises a lot of safety concerns. Having a lot of followers is scary and dangerous. You never know who means to harm you or is watching you with ill intentions, especially as a black woman. I always wanted to start a channel and do tours, but it terrifies, but it's really terrifying when you think about the fact you're showing people the exact layout of your home, what you own, etc. Uh, even showing what car you drive is extremely dangerous. Uh, going viral all the time is not all it's chalked up to be. Uh, people will literally hate you while you have no idea they even exist. Um, you know, she's been getting harassed, harassed and threatened for a while and you don't know who is willing to cause physical harm. So all these things that she was saying just ties into the story because once again, we live in a social media bubble. And once again, for those who may be following you, even if you don't have millions of followers, you could have a healthy amount of followers, let's say like a couple thousand, right? And, you know, the fact that you don't know which one of those followers may be feeling like they are obligated to you because maybe, once again, they send you a DM, you might have replied to it one time just to be nice. Or, you know, let's say, you know, someone, there's that one person that's constantly leaving a comment on your post and you feel like you're just being, you know, kind. But once again, these people could be bad mind and they can have ill intentions for you, especially, as I said, um, as black women or just any woman or femme on the internet where someone just wants to cause harm, right? I and think the narrative with this, not to cut you off, no, no, but the narrative with this is that one, social media, again, I think we touched on, on this before, the accessibility dynamic behind it because people think that they're able to, to get to you and talk to you anyhow, they feel like it, like regardless of how far you are, or what their intent is, they feel like they have some kind of platform to speak about your life. And it also goes with the narrative that nobody's here to protect the black woman. Like we, we are black women. Uh, the most percentages of black women are being raped and murdered. Um, black women also have all kinds of like abuse, psychological abuse, uh, physical abuse. Um, we get called names, insults on media, on, on every social platform. And that just stems into this story now that they're, we're not being protected. There's no protection for black women. We are like the abusive supporters. <laughs> 
I mean, it, it's a, it's an oxymoron, but that's exactly what it is. They'll they'll rip us to shreds, and we're still nothing. But we'll still be there trying to be the supportive, uh, the supportive safety net. And with this young lady uh, being a influencer, should not give any type of reason or justification for her to be murdered. Absolutely like, not. No, this there's nothing, nothing can justify that. And the fact that. Not only people are saying that, but other black women are saying that is what really makes me disgusted. Right. And, you know, ultimately what it comes down to is that, you know, I mean, these people who are, you know, that have a lot of followers, you know, I was just thinking about it. Like, they're not celebrities in the concept of, okay, they might have a security detail or like a bodyguard. Or something like that, where right. you know something like this may have potentially been, you know, avoided or stopped. Right? These are regular everyday people. Outside of the followers, outside of all these things, they're regular everyday people that are navigating the world. And the fact that someone was able to evade that personal space or that bubble to cause this type of harm puts everyone in in danger. Now, it's not to say, all right, you know, you don't live your life, but you know, especially as women and femmes and all these things, you have to just be mindful of that. And it sucks because men don't have to think about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, men don't have to second guess their safety when it comes to social media. Like they can be as open and visible as they want to and they don't have to worry about anyone causing them harm. It's unfortunate that black women and black femmes and people in this realm have to be extra cautious because once again, you don't know who is out there with ill intentions for you. And as public as you may want to be or, or as open as you may want to be, there's only so much you can share because someone's going to take that. And we know the internet. Niggas are big detectives on the internet. They will they will take mm -hmm. a video and they will dissect every frame to try to find out more about you and all these things. And people will try to create a narrative of who you are based off of what you share. And now all of a sudden, once again, they feel obligated or they feel... Um, they feel like they have a right to your life because you're publicly and openly exposing yourself. So at the end of the day, I mean, you know, it's just a matter of being careful on the internet. Um, as I said, especially if you are a person that does have a large following, uh, just be mindful and please be careful, you know, because uh, people who are your followers are not always your supporters. You know what I mean? So. I, I I am just bothered by this because, you know, our government, they are so, you know, this sounds like not to, to, to dumb things down, but it sounds like every like ID channel, SVU case that we see on TV all the time. And I remember um, once, in a, once upon a time that one of my English professors was adamant about how the Patriot Act was something that was so, uh, it was it was rapid in its approval for being so fast so we can have like an invasion of privacy for the American, the day-to-day -day Americans. And here we are on the internet day-to-day, -day, now with COVID, we're forced to put all our information and do our work days through virtual meetings. And there has not been anything set in place to do some kind of data privacy screening to help surveillance and have security around that. But the Patriot Act, overnight, it was approved. Now we have people 
who think they're accessible to get into people's homes, but also think they're accessible to actually physically go there, get their information, look up their addresses, names, social security, and there is no type of parameters around that. That 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 that's just upsetting to me. It, it, the society that we live in today. Yeah, I mean things things are made too accessible and too open to where, once again, you just have to be mindful of what you post online, and then on top of that, it's just. As I said, you never know who's watching. You know what I mean? That's so, true. Um, you know, once again, RIP to Mercedes uh, and, you know, her family, of course. And, um, you know, it's just unfortunate that, you know, someone like that had to experience this. And even even with this person's death and them still being victim blamed and stuff, um, the internet can be a very cruel place. So, as I said, especially if you're a woman, a black woman, a black femme, and you have a lot of followers, just please be careful and be mindful because you never know who could be setting you up. Who's for, lurking right um, now. Who's lurking and setting you up for failure. So please be careful out here. And men, just be better at protecting black women in this case, um, especially on those digital platforms. And women because, too. And women too. I mean, we all have to do our part to protect each other, but in this case, it's like... You know, this unfortunate incident happened, so... Heavy. Very heavy. But I'm going to do my best to end things off on a... I don't know if this is worse. Well, it's bad. Uh, I wouldn't say it's worse. It's it's bad. Uh, I don't know if you heard. um, But apparently there is a person or persons out here walking this green earth who thought it would be a good idea to eat Trick Daddy's booty. (laughs) Stop it. I'm not lying. I Um, believe you. (laughs) But... In a clip, Trick Daddy admitted that he has gotten his ass ate. You know I live in Miami, right? I heard it on the the Trick and Treat morning show. So... (laughs) I bet you did. Um... And I'm pretty sure it was the <laughs> announcement that rocked the world. I, I am, I'm scared for the person that has Trick Daddy's booty DNA on their lips. I'm not. I am very, I, I'm scared. It, it makes me very worried for this generation or whoever decided that that was the move. I think whatever happens between a husband and a wife or any type of two. <clears throat> this is not two, husband or wife. Two, uh, consenting adults consenting adults of stable and sound mind should be left between them what he did was open the doors of hell he should have just kept mm. that no pun intended in the butt <laughs> uh, I I was saying that whoever whoever has done this this is a story to take to the grave um, yeah, he I would just... not go around saying yo Guess whose ass I got into last night, y'all. But like, did said woman ever come come forth and say that? No, he admitted that it's been done to him. But he didn't, he's admitted that he didn't say who did it. Right, he didn't say who did it. But there is a physical person out there who <laughs> has done it, and I don't know if they can look at themselves in a mirror and say, "Yup, I did that. This is my life now." Because I would, I would just dig a hole and bury myself. Like I just, uh, I don't. Is it the money? Is it the is it the clout? You, you know are what? Some for? people like to do that. I don't. Do you? Do I what? Eat the groceries. 
I have done it before. Well, yes. so you can't be judgmental. But I should that, be judgmental. But no, 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 no. There's a difference between eating ass and eating trick daddy's ass. It's no, a huge, no, no, no. You can't. You can't. Range, you can't okay? be judgmental on this. I'm not judging anyone. Trick I'm judging wants the person. To get the booty, whatever. Then that's his preference. He has every right to share. Trick daddy has his the right experience to experience with whoever. Trick daddy he wants has to. the right to share his ass with whomever. <laughs> All I'm saying is, that's a bad idea. Period. Circumstantial for whoever it is, because they did it. They did it. Now, I won't be rude and ask if you would do it, because no. you're a smart person. There it is. Immediately, no. Automatic, no. But I, I'm also, it's weird. I, you know, but you're you know also me. sound of mind, and you're also <laughs> <laughs> self-consenting. So, I would trust that you wouldn't put yourself in that position. You know, have you seen Trick Daddy? I'm not here to to body shame or anything, but it Trick sounds Daddy like big, does not... big body shaming, and I think he does have like a thyroid problem or lupus uh, something. So even, okay, even outside he has of the a visuals, systematic. Yeah, go ahead. Even outside of the visuals, just the fact that I mean, Trick Daddy has been very problematic as well. So even outside of his physical appearance, which is whatever, he has just been. Ugh. I mean, I feel if like you I don't was like Trick a, Daddy. I, I'm, I mean, in the past, maybe, but now it's just like, mm. <laughs> and this is going to sound wild. Uh, if I was a person that was a habitual ass eater, he wouldn't be my first ass that eat. That's all I'm saying. This, this is getting very uh, uncomfortable for me. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it real. <laughs> I am. That's just me. I am uncomfortable. But, but as you said, <laughs> consenting adults could do whatever they want as they consent. So, whoever is out there, once again, with Trick Daddy's booty DNA on their lips. All right. God you, bless. You, uh, uh, thoughts and prayers. Um, and yeah, just thoughts and prayers. That's all I have. Because they have to live with that for the rest of their lives. And afterlife. And reincarnation. And that life after that. I thought this was a safe space. Hey, whoever wants a to big eat booty space. and whoever wants to eat Trick Daddy's booty... Do you? You're entitled. You have your rights, and I'm not here to judge like previous groceries eaters who are big time <laughs> judging <eaters>. right now. <laughs> oh, you know what? What what they used to call it even before groceries? What was it? Tossing the salad. I never mm. got that one. I never got that one. It, I never... Well, you see, when <laughs> oh, let me set up for you. Yeah, explain. So, this is a teaching moment. Is the concept of uh, when you're in that position and when someone has their legs up, you're now um, switching between the anal section and the other section. It's more the gooch area. We all have a gooch um, for the most part. That is the tossing of the salad because you're just incorporating oh. all of it together. Okay. The, the visual you know, helps. Yeah. The more you know, shooting star. There okay. Oh, I'm glad that moment. you, I'm glad this was a teaching moment and you were able to show the diagrams and the actual <laughs> hand movements. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I, I aim, I aim for someone to get something out of each episode of this podcast. Yeah, so all, right, all right. I hope I did my job. You learned something new today. Uh, that's I it for my what list. you do. Uh, mm, 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 wow, wow. I didn't say I'm active. I, I didn't say I'm actively did. doing I that. Learned, pow, pow. I 
I didn't say I'm actively doing that. All I said is that I've done it. And that's that. I'm not an expert. I'm not an aficionado. You sound like it. You you just taught me. I'm just only, I only taught you from what I've seen online and other sources. Online. (laughs) Online. Yes. That's it. Point being is, as I said, uh, Trick Daddy wouldn't be my first choice. So. I don't think he, should, he shouldn't be a choice for you anyway. This is why I'm getting uncomfortable. It's not It's not just a matter. I'm, I'm just saying in general. <laughs> it shouldn't even okay. cross your mind. <laughs> Whichever. The, the, the bottom line is have fun. Now, I'm just going to say now I'm just going to say have fun. Have fun. <laughs> After all of this judgment, now have fun. Just Have fun. Just toss the, your salad dressings all over the place. Have fun. Fun Have with your fun. Booty. All right. Whomsoever they be. Oh Lord, I think this is going left. Let's let's center back again. Yeah, yeah. Let's center and let's wrap it up. Um. So uh, thank you all for listening. Um, <laughs> as, <laughs> no perfect seg- There's no perfect segue there. Thank you all for listening to another <laughs> app. Uh, really appreciate y'all. Once again, live show is coming up. Uh, by the time this drops. Uh, you have a few more days, so please RSVP, especially for those in the NYC area, uh, RSVP to the show, and we'll see you there. Can't wait to see y'all. Uh, also, make sure to check us out on social media, on our Instagram and our Twitter, and on TikTok. Oh. Uh, slow, slowly building our TikTok audience, so um, make sure to follow us on there and interact. And also, uh, follow the show on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts, and make sure to follow me and Rovi respectfully on uh, Instagram and Twitter and wherever you can find us. And yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's all we got. That's all we got. Can't wait for the live show. There's going to be a lot of fun surprises. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm big excited. This is big for us. It I'm is. Glad that we're we're embarking on this very huge milestone. So. And shout out to all the other podcasts that have live shows coming up and anniversaries. Y'all, we are out here. We're out here um, doing it for la culture. Doing it for the culture. So, yeah, man. All right. Well, have fun, kids. Um, stay safe. Have a great uh, week. Eat booties responsibly. And we'll see you oh, all next time. I am. <sighs> Goodbye, everyone. Thanks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby.